Do you want, are you good to you good to start? Right. So I'm going to get started. So do you remember? I'm talking to the audience here. This song. Oh no! <laughs> do you remember this song that we used to start some of the show with? song by the Black Eyed Peas from 10 years ago or whatever. There's more than that. Um, I think it was like two, we were in year 12, 2009. So, a song that's, you know, they knew it was somewhat controversial and everything at the time. This came up in my recommended uh, recently uploaded, June fourth, twenty nineteen. Black Eyed Peas, "Be Nice," featuring Snoop Dogg. Just to repeat, "Be Nice." I don't know if you're ready to hear what you're about to hear. I'm talking to everyone there, audience, this- Adam, me, Stavros. This will be the first time I've heard this too. You're it's such exactly, Did I tell you you could talk? Exactly why I wanted to show you. Because like I, this is for, for a band to go from I don't know, I was saying the word band for a group or whatever. A manufacturer, yeah, yeah, a <laughs> label manufactured group to go from <clears throat> let's get retarded and doing like party songs and stuff like that to what. I know it's not corporate sponsored. Well, no, it is, but it's not state sponsored. Like, mm. be nice is like a hey, we're going to play a tape uh, for the class because the teacher's out, mm. and this is about this is some people who are visiting the school, and they're going to tell you how being cool is actually about being nice and not bullying. Yeah, so that's the real cool um, dudes. Be nice. You're such a Did loser. I tell you you could talk Why to me? So no one guys, guys. Except, oh, no, sorry. It's the same. No one wants to hang out with you. You're such a loser. Like, literally the worst. Sucks. I hate your black skin. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, shocking. Be nice. <laughs> Be nice. Be nice. Like, you see what I mean? Be nice. It just... I just want to be happy. I don't want to feel nasty. I'm trying to turn my vibration around so I can feel fantastic. I'm talking to myself in the mirror. I'm telling me to, telling me to cheer up. Everyone around got tears of a clown and it's so cold like Siberia. But I do not want <laughs> I do not want that. Just shaking his finger. What about that other guy coming up to the movie tickets and going, hey, homie, I'll watch this one with you. Make it two tickets. Like that Just happens. sad and alone. Be nice. Uh, it's almost politically sponsored, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's so it is so sort of state-sponsored in a way. Why would you... I don't know. I just I, I keep thinking of that, uh, hello, fellow young children. Oop. Oop. I think that might be a special guest. <clears throat> Hello, fellow cool oh, people. Oh, no. Not a special guest. No? <laughs> Just a regular guest. Who is it? The police? <laughs> yes. No. Oh. <laughs> Just Nan dropping off something. <laughs> All right, let's go. Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> Come and sit in. I had a, a large vanilla guest coming in. Ooh. Oh, no, sorry, I had. 
I thought there was a chance. You thought there was a chance. Mm. Anyway. Now right. the blower's going off, mate. It's all Fuck happening hell. at once. Unreal. Fucking hell. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> all right. Uh, um, if you get it, what you get I, just, I still haven't heard the Snoop Dogg part. All right. Be different, but be nice. Mm. And remember, be different. So in that way, you need to judge everyone and determine who they are and what they're about so that you can be different from that. Mm. But be nice. Different to what, though? <laughs> yeah, no. You've got to make that assessment to begin with, though, mm. Which, mm. Isn't, which is a judgment which isn't nice. No. I think it's pretty safe to say the message of Unpleasant is the opposite of this song. Mm, I think so. Well, first of all, we don't lie to our fans. <laughs> yeah. Be different. No, just do... Just don't. Just don't fuck with people. No, fuck with people. <laughs> don't fuck kids. That's the only rule. Oh, God. This is... I need to go to the Snoop Dogg part to hear. Look, there's nothing wrong with a couple of 45-year-olds... Doing songs for the young masses. <coughs> Where's Snoop Dizzle? Oh, here we go. Oh, God. Oh, look at him go. Snoop Dogg is a joke, though. Still doing the same what? What's my name? <laughs> With the D-O-double-G. I'll bet wasn't, he says that in there. Wasn't the So What thing from 2003? The what thing? The Snoop Dogg, So What, So What, that thing. Oh, more like 1993. <laughs> that's, I think, pretty sure that's when his first album came Fuck. out. That's a long remember time. Remember that song, Snoop Doggy Dog? I, I don't. I, I don't remember it. That's the thing. I am not, a, not in the... Yeah. I don't know. Well, you've heard... It's all new to me. If you've heard a, a bit of Snoop. You've heard all of Snoop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guarantee he'll spell his name in this verse. <laughs> He's got the same haircut as Devin Townsend, mm. the man who invented the skullet. That is a skullet. Jeez. I think they're maybe treadies too. Yeah, they are. From they're the Snoop back. Lion days. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what would be funny? Snoop Dogg watching things. I'm going to watch that. No, you're going to tell people that you watch that and you're not actually going to because you're going to wait for like two-minute clips where he'll maybe say something funny out of 14 hours. Exactly, yep. Because it's not funny. There's no substance. No. No, because he's... A, I don't know. I don't know how anyone can well, respect him. The effort's gone, yeah, isn't it? that's if, it. He's minimal effort. <laughs> minimal long, effort Snoop Dogg. For a long time. At one another and when we talk, be nice to each other. Be cordial, be glad, be happy now. Didn't he go to, like, didn't he kill somebody? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying, be nice. I think he's, if I, I mean, someone could correct me, but he, um, his rich lawyers got him off. Well, he was rich to pay lawyers mm. who got him off. 1993 murder charge. There you go. Be nice to each other. Don't murder people. Um, Charged with first degree murder After a member of a rival gang Was shot and killed by Snoop's bodyguard Mm. 
So, or he did it and had that guy take the blame yeah. for him because he's the artist. So, remember, Sorry. be nice. Are you sure about he's the artist? Are yeah. you? Because Very loose. what I'm well, seeing. Uh, most artists are fags, and I'm just sort of putting one placeholder. You know, he's a fag, so I'm probably going to. I'm just. I'm hedging my bets. Mm. Crip or blood? Yeah, look, it doesn't matter if you. Of course, those are the examples. Those are, yeah. yeah. No matter which version of The Office you are familiar with, the UK or the American version, the uncomfortable boss when trying to engage with black people would make a reference. To, mm. Yeah, the Crips and the... Like, that's the thing you pretend you'd know because it's the, literally the most famous, like, gangs. Violent, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The LA street gangs, Crips and Bloods. Ooh, they're very crazy about their colours. Mm. And that's the thing everyone's supposed to do. Yeah, that's the joke. Those are the joke ones now. In the rasa, mi casa, su casa. On and on. Love that we give and keeps rolling on. Rolling on. What a spin. Be different. <laughs> There's a lot of things that make me uncomfortable about this. This is unreal. This has had nearly 7 million views. Phony. Yeah. That's what really and, hurts me the most, I think. And like... I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to move it. I'm going to move on. I can't deal with it anymore. Uh, welcome to Unpleasant, everybody. Unpleasant with Adam and Milk. We are back. That after- was unpleasant. <laughs> After a big, uh, a big week. That's amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. We um, are going to take a big break from uh, Isaac Butterfield after last week. We've got to let it hang. Yeah, yeah. I, we? We've done the most. Mm. Like, like there's, there's. The documentary was a big culmination for me in a way. Yeah. Because I final chapter. Well, just. Just a really landmark event that someone would do that. And I really want that to settle for a while and for people to think about it before we ever get back into it. Yeah, because it really revealed a lot about his deeper, mm. um, his deeper consciousness, how it operates. Mm. Because he's... Anyway, otherwise we're just reflecting on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's... But, but, Silent reflection. To, to go over every aspect of his life and try and make a, a sympathetic turn from like there's there's like four uprisings, there's hmm. three sympathetic turns. Ooh, I've actually got a form of uh, PTSD, undiagnosed with no one to back it up. <laughs> um, so welcome to Unpleasant with Adam and Milk. Uh, we have a big pappy Jastic. With us, hello. That's, that's me. <laughs> you don't you don't like that name? No, I, I like. I was just letting it hang. <laughs> no, fair enough. That's that's not a bad idea. Big Pappy Jastic. I'll have to follow it up with a homemade porn video. Yeah, that's what I want to get. It's, I want to get the clip with you shadow boxing in the corner. I just want the clip of saying that I've never heard it, never seen it, never seen it. But I do want the clip just of uh, call me Big Pappy to say when I like introduce you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to let that die. Call me Big Puppy. But it's the rape that you can really think about. So we've got uh, a lot to go over uh, this week. 
with unpleasant with Adam and Milk. Um, I've got a bit of this man I've mentioned in passing, Kumal Nanjiani, mm. who is a very uh, shifty and wormy is individual. He, is he Twitter famous? Yes, yeah. he's got like uh, he's he's in a mov- new movie with uh, Dave Batista. Hmm. He's like the um, uh, the current shitskin being pushed. Yeah, there's always one. The yeah. WWE always have one. Yeah, Hollywood it's always have like one. A, you know, yeah, they, they, well, they've got a couple now. They're all they're all up, they're up in their game. Mm. Uh, so we're going to go over Neil Brennan because I want to really. I feel like it didn't have enough impact last week when we went over. Neil Brennan being, uh, not going to say attacked, made fun of by Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. So uh, I want to bring Neil up again, sh- have a little example. I want to see, yeah. Of what's going on there. I've got a bit of this uh, disgusting specimen, Andrew Santino. Uh, this is going to tie in with what we watched last week because... It reveals a lot of these inner thoughts of comedians trying to turn everything into their story mm. and their, their their struggle with things. But and it's like, oh yeah, this really deeply affects me, and that's why I'm recording everything about it and projecting it onto the world and talking about it night after night, all about me and not engaging on anything to help the people that are affected. Uh, we've got Brian Callan, uh, a four minute stand up clip. I watched this and I did not laugh. I didn't get it. I don't understand. Yeah. I go, I don't know, maybe there are jokes there. It seems like there are jokes there because um, people seem to be enjoying it. Uh, They're very funny and not as preachy as I thought. Odd comment to leave. Mm. Uh, Pleasantly surprised at the old man's stand-up. Can't say the same for Brandon's. Brandon. Brandon Schaub. (laughs) My favourite comedian. Callan is the best. This dude is so funny. Anyway, very bizarre. (laughs) Um, so we're going to leave that. What would you like to go to first? Let's kick off with Neil because at All the right, moment good. I like him the least. Good, I good. think. So this is. <clears throat> um, we'll go to. We'll do the three mics because he's bad. He is, he's and very I thought bad. after Chappelle's show that he was better. I don't yes. know. I mean, based on what he put out. So for the sake of introductions. Neil Brennan was the co-creator and co-head writer of the Dave Chappelle show. Chappelle show. Uh, Very funny sketch comedy from the early 2000s and still has a uh, fairly large cultural impact in that a lot of comedians and funny people reference it. It's Mm. like it's a thing that everyone enjoyed like across the board. So, as, as you said, you would expect better, especially as uh, Dave Chappelle has done great stand-up since then. Correct. And we're left with three mics. So, I don't have a Netflix account so because uh, I cancelled that. So, we're just going to watch the trailer, the Netflix trailer for Neil Brennan's Three Mics. So he's got, they've already done a little cut to show you. So he's got three mics set up across the stage and they've done a little thing to go, oh, he's talking into one and then he talks into the other one. So they're doing the typical trailer thing. There's a spotlight on each microphone. Mm. The Little League World Series. So they've 
got done a little bit of. I'll just uh, get that volume up a bit. So they've done a bit of um, a bit of work in post here, and they've put fake uh, fake. They've drawn in <laughs> animated microphones to indicate the three different things that he's going to be talking about. So this one is one liners. Mark one. World Series. Or Sorry. I'm going to go back there. The Little League World Series, or as pedophiles call it, the World Series. <laughs> and then uh, Stand Up is this next one. Mm. Man was like, you can cure pediatric AIDS, but you're going to have to do a ton of cocaine. I'd be like, let's help some kids, huh? I have clinical depression, the mood disorder, and I've had... Emotional stuff. Ooh. That literally said emotional stuff. Because a comedian cannot do a special without bearing their soul. Mm. They can. They've been doing it for a long fucking time. And that was working. And you can't really bear your soul unless... Like, you can say what you will about... Um, oh, what's that black cunt's name? Very famous. Richard Pryor. <laughs> 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 you, can say, you can say a lot about Richard Pryor, but he was talking about his mum, his mum being a, a whore, being a prostitute, and growing up in a brothel fucking white dudes for money. That's pretty brutal stuff. Yeah. Soul-bearing. That's, that's genuinely... Like, you can't be like, oh, I bear it all. Um, I grew up in, like, a pretty all right area. And yeah. You don't... It doesn't compare. Didn't so have either, a lot to do. You just got to do the other thing. You can't be doing the same... Yeah. Playing stick, for emotions. Stick to Mike too. Stand up. <laughs> focus on yeah. that one. Yeah, you should have... Yeah, focus on one before you take yeah. on three. <laughs> Come on, mate. Well, depression, the mood disorder. And I've had it for as long as I can remember. Although, I'll tell you, you know who always loved my attitude? As long as he can remember. Mm. So just as a baby, just diagnosed, the psychiatrist oh, man, are around. this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> what are these, Legos? Oh, I'm going <laughs> to stick them together. I bet I won't be able to get them apart afterwards. Oh. Always. Yeah. They'd be like, Neil, man, you don't give a fuck. And I always want to say... Just letting them know I'm, I'm cool with black guys. Yeah. I, yeah, I won't mention my best uh, black friend. Um <laughs> Yeah, you probably might know him anyway, but... Uh. <laughs> For as long as I can remember. Although, I'll tell you, you know who always loved my attitude? Black dudes. Always. Yeah. They'd be like, Neil, man, you don't give a fuck. And I always want to say, well, that's because I'm sad. <laughs> I grew up Catholic. Anybody else? Still doing it? No. <laughs> Being Catholic's like playing trombone. After 12th grade, you're like, I don't have to do that shit anymore. Oh, yeah. I've tried every medication they have. And they all have side effects, whether it's weight gain, weight loss, and worst of all, dick stuff. <laughs> I feel like if I didn't get a weapon on me, that's all I would think about all day. And then I'd go to Whole Foods, someone would cut me off, and I'd be like, am I about to smoke this motherfucker? And that's it. That's the clo- That's the big selling point. That's the best of the trailer. Yeah. That's the Sorry, the best of the trailer. The best of his special. They've pumped it up with, like, not the laugh tracks for those jokes. Mm-hmm. He also delivers his jokes the way Chappelle does, but his jokes aren't funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he literally delivers it the exact same way, but there's, it's not funny to hear him say, am I going to smoke this motherfucker? Yeah, because that's because not... Because that's not how he would ever speak. That's not your attitude, dude. That, yeah. That's not your main thing. You can't sell black guy things yeah. if you're not a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if all of the characters in Chappelle's show were white. And but played but by the Neil. jokes were the same. Yes, it would be yeah, you're terrible. Right. Yeah, you couldn't have. A, I a, don't fuck that. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, it just doesn't work. No, does it? you've got to do. 
You've got to make them white trash things. You've got to have Kath and Kim in there. Yeah. They've got to, it doesn't work. Um, it doesn't work that way. So, this, is, this may be a great troll. Theresa Brennan. Theresa Brennan. <laughs> but I say Theresa. Theresa Brennan. <laughs> um, who I guess that might be a great troll because they're saying that... Because that, that, is that his mum? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my emotions ran... Is, is, that's not a word. Gamut. The gamut. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, with this special... This was uh, nothing short of spectacular. He's witty, funny, and brutally honest. I can relate. I wrote down TMS. That's a start. What? What the fuck's TMS? I don't know. She's talking out of a gamut. <laughs> um, glad you found solace in comedy. Me too. Ooh, mm. Hashtag me too. Um, a masterpiece. He did a fine job expressing the onset of depression and its symptoms that occur into his act by regulating the vibe of the show via segments. <laughs> well, what? I'm glad well this said. person really knows what they're talking about. Very you're succinct. Really, yeah, you're really selling it. This is a fat person wearing a Nike shirt, mm. being like, "Yeah, not, you should buy Nike stuff too because they're real high quality." Well, here you go. You'll know what he means once you watch the flick. Ah, okay. <laughs> so then it's just, a bit of a. Just don't. What, why yeah. are you doing a teaser? Yeah, well, then I have to watch it and then go back. And go, ah, uh, yeah. What a cunt. Funky. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, um, I need to tell you something a bit later on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking annoying. For fuck's sake. Just either oh, hold on to it yeah. or do it. Don't make me think about it. Yeah, Const- and, and of all the possibilities that it could be. I don't yeah. want to think of everything I've done wrong yeah. in the last six months. <laughs> or longer. Fuck. Oh, no, I don't have memory that long. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, this was some dark stuff in this performance. Sorry, there was some dark stuff in this performance. One point you're laughing and the next you're in some AMC-type drama series. Uh, yeah. That's not All mediocre. Yeah. I don't understand how it's got a lower rating than Amy Schumer. This three mics concept was so original. No, it's not. It's just a dude talking. Don't talk about this. This, this yeah. is a, an amazing concept. He's on stage talking. It's not that new. And it's certainly not new for a comedian to be talking about their depression and all the medication they've yes, had. That's, and that's exactly why I went down to the comments because there seems to be something going on with these comedians lately. Mm. And they're, like, it was always an underlying thing that the comedians are like that, that unwell sort of mentally. Yep. But it's gone next level in the last 10 years. It's really up. Oh, I know. And it, the, the output does not match it. The... Funny does not match them all talking about how oh I'm so fucking sad and depressed and they think it's a charm yeah yeah like it's a it's a it's a placeholder for a personality makes you interesting it doesn't yeah because you haven't done anything to overcome that oh yeah I'm really sad oh so what did you do about it oh well I went to the doctor and I took some medication okay but you still drink oh yeah yeah I did that okay what else have you done (laughs) well then I don't really I'm not going to take it. Oh, I got really, I got burnt really badly. Oh, did you go to the doctor? Nah. Well, I guess it wasn't that bad then. Yeah. So don't fucking. I got second degree burns. Diagnosed? <laughs> Diagnosed? No, I just fucking. Yeah, looked. Ra- ra- yeah. yeah, looked at it. Ran some cold water over it. I'll be right in a bit. Well, mm. then shut your fucking mouth because you need to engage in that behaviour after the event has occurred. Then, then you were actually suffering it. Mm. Yeah. 
You can't claim it otherwise. Um, so we went over that. And I, now, when I get to this this clip, this Andrew Santino, because mm-hmm. he's talking about a, In here. A, oh, dear. He's talking about a comedian who killed himself. <laughs> and you are going <laughs> to... <laughs> And um, you're gonna, he's gonna reveal some shocking behavior. <laughs> I can't believe it. I really can't. Um, anyway, so we might leave that for a little bit. Um, what have I got here? No, fuck that. Um, Brian Callen. No, let's just <laughs> go. Is this another Neil joke? Yeah, this is. So I typed in Neil Brennan. Into, I can confirm. <laughs> into YouTube. And the very first clip is him on the Joe Rogan experience. Of course. And that's the, that's the number one. So technically, his most popular clip is this clip that we're about to watch called Football Players Off the Field. Which it's, has a third of the views as his Joe Rogan experience appearance. Correct. So this is his biggest clip on YouTube. Yeah, now, this is his jumping off bit. Don't mistake it and and think that it's uh, funny because <laughs> nah, nobody <laughs> nobody who's listening to it via us is going to be like what we're on they, we're on Neil's guys side talking now. About, yeah. yeah, this this Neil guy's great. I'm going to start listening to him. Yeah. I'm going to go get three mics right now. They're just jealous. Um, This YouTube uh, for right now is for guys at his level is the most powerful tool that they uh, have at their disposal. Correct. There are comedians as popular as him doing their own like clips, doing their own like clickbait headlines on their clips, like destroys heckler and shit like that and uploading it, hoping to get that sort of thing. Yeah. Because they understand if you get yourself into the general consciousness that way, if somebody has a slight recognition of your name, it's worthwhile, even if they hate you. Yeah. So he wants these clips to be very, very popular. And this is what he's got to show. Good. So I'm from the States, and uh, I flew here. And I used to get scared flying, you know, back when there was terrorism. But now the new thing is um, pilot. Big bomb. That is a colossal bomb right Not there. Not even a titter. No, was they, there? they didn't even know that that was a joke. Yeah. That, and, and to be honest, I think that was the funniest part of this whole thing. He'll blame that- it on the... Uh- they're English. He's yeah, American. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why I didn't laugh. Blitz are just going like, fuck this, and just dumping the place. That's the new thing. That was the German guy a couple months ago, the German wings guy. Uh, plane crashed into the Alps. Wasn't mechanical in any way. Uh, he was just suicidal, and that's how he decided to kill himself. German guy. And, you know, it's pretty much... See, again, they always want to talk about people killing themselves and all, everything. <laughs> they, they just love it. Mm. They love it. It's their people. Because they think it's going to be like, oh, this is how I talk about dark topics. No, this isn't like a dark topic. It's just, okay, yeah, this is a thing. You're not really pushing boundaries by talking about it, you know? No, not anymore. You don't have like a... I don't know. I'll never forget uh, Louis C.K. talking about the the kid fucking thing on SNL. Yeah, on SNL. That that was legitimate. Like, whoa, that's some out there shit. (laughs) Um, so yeah, anyway, it doesn't get that sort of cred, which he's going for. What's the most German way you can do it, by the way? It's like, you don't want to overdose on pills? And he's like, no, plain is best. Um, 
So they think he was depressed. So that is a voice laugh. That's a like audience who just went, oh no, he did a funny voice, so I'm going to laugh at that because it's a bit out of of the ordinary. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) It's a bit silly. Mm. Oh, that's a bit unusual, isn't it? Mm. Silly voice. Oh, men aren't supposed to do that. (laughs) I think the Malaysian air guy was the depressed, the one that just disappeared. So now my new thing is when I get on a plane, I just make sure the pilot is in a good mood. You know what I mean? Like he'll be standing there and I'll be like, Who's this, the pilot or a male model? My God. Just making it up. <laughs> just talking to the pilot. You're not talking to the pilot. Yeah, you're when? Not seeing the pilot. When you're standing at the coffee station next to him. <laughs> just- you see the pilot on a flight from fucking Wagga to Sydney on a tiny little jet. You don't see the pilot. In international yeah, flights. because they're important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're doing well, their thing. There are, there are hundreds of people's lives yeah. at stake. Oh, yeah, I'm just... And that joke is not worth the lie, you know? That's what I mean. We know that you can say I was doing this the other day and this funny thing happened. And if it's Mm. funny enough, it's fine. Yeah, all... uh, Pretty much all Dave Chappelle does is make up Mm. things. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah, that's right. And so he's still... Neil is still stuck in that uh, sketch writing thing, but he can't transition it to the stage. He can't sell it to an audience. Mm. Well, in my opinion, he can't. Audiences might disagree because YouTube seems to agree. Yeah, but I mean, look, look at the some views. Of this shit. Um, this is the first three comments are literally just people putting quotes of, of things that he said. Yeah. What? What are they? What are they? They just well, they'll get the thumbs up. Imagine just being excited do. about that and just yeah. going, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to type that." Yeah, you're right. Just thumbs yeah. up. Everyone will agree that part just, was funny. They just yeah. fucking. Mainlining internet likes. We joke around about Kanye, but the dude is right about removing likes and things like that from social media. Mm. Removing like, oh no, sorry, a view count mm. and, or, and and all that sort of thing because it's... So they don't get that feedback. Yeah, because it's a sick thing. Yeah. It's really... And people use it to compete and stuff. It's, yeah, it's messed up. You might start to use social media for different reasons. Yeah. If, you, if you're not getting any positive feedback that you can see then you might reconsider what you're doing on there. Yes. Hmm. Maybe have some uh, less arguments with people who don't matter. They might not even be real. They might, that's what I mean. <laughs> it, you don't even know if it exists. Yeah. So what are you putting your time into? Yeah. A scary thought. It is. Really. The void. I keep. Yeah. I always just imagine the void. Just yeah. a big empty circle and you just don't know. You're just yelling into it and you don't know if they're hearing anything. You yeah. don't know it's coming back. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just want to talk to aliens. Love to buy you dinner on the other side, pal, but you got to land the plane. I laugh at all. Very comfortable playing the sassy ga- gay man, too. Mm. Mm. A little too comfortable, you know what I mean? That's why he's Joe Rogan videos. Pulls so me hard. off. Other dumb jokes. We were going to Vegas. The guy's like, we're going to be flying to Lost Wages. And I was in the back like, <laughs> banging on the cockpit door. Good one, fellas. A lot of love for you out here, guys. A lot of love. Land the plane, land the plane, land the plane. See, he needs editors, doesn't he? Like, he might have... And writers. <laughs> you know. I know, you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh, but I, I, for some reason, I'm trying to, like, be on his side somewhat, mm. even though well, I'm the yeah. one who brought the clip look, here and I'm just, like, going, look at what a loser he is. But, I mean, there's obvious improvements that could be made. Yeah, like, I've, I've, he's, he, obviously, writing must be his main thing because... It gave him some success. Yeah. And with editors and everything like that, you could 
they could trim all that and make it very funny. Yeah. Or so you would think. Mm. There is a film written by Neil Brennan called The Female Brain. <laughs> Come on, load. Um, it has 37% on Rotten Tomatoes because it, stinks. it is one of the worst... I've, I've seen clips of this. Yeah. Uh, who is the main bitch in it? Neil Brennan. <laughs> uh, it's a... Female comedian. Whitney Cummings. Yes, that's it. Whitney Cummings. It is so bad. It is one of the worst things I've ever fucking seen in my life. Last year. Yeah, that's how... And this is a man who has, like, experience... Like, he has guys who would love to promote and put money into a project of his because his name's Neil Brennan. Yeah, and because he had success. And then... He did this. After years of research, we discovered Another the male and female brain is wired very differently. To him, I'm basically a blow-up doll. Oh my God, that is what you look like. Thank you. We know that grooming releases endorphins in the female brain. Let's not forget the Christmas present I gave you for the Brazilian straightening. I like my hair. It looked like Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazzard. I don't even know who that is. Well, maybe it was my American accent. You mean, you don't know the Dukes of Hazzard? The area responsible for defending your turf is larger in the male brain. So they literally just repurposed like TED Talks about the brain. Yeah. And they just made dialogue out of that for the movie. And added some drama? Yeah, oh. just like a relationship drama sort like of thing. Like a live action And so the, TED talk. The, the, the bitch, Whitney Cummings, yep. is just like... Who also directed it, I just yeah. saw. <laughs> Obviously, she knows what Marvel. she's doing. That's what what a formative duo they made. Just got the, released the worst movie ever. And so it's just her literally saying, oh, no, I'd do this because this part of the brain does this. And me. the lesson is, oh, sometimes you've just got to follow your heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking unreal. It's like Interstellar. Oh. There's don't. one thing. That tr- Can you put the clip up? I want it on the soundboard maybe. Interstellar love. <laughs> no. Okay. If we're going to play it, I need to. Hang on, give me a second. Well, this would be the first time we've seen this since we went and watched the movie excitedly. Yeah, yeah, Remember? that's right. We were keen to. So, when did this come out? Um, so, this clip is from 2016, so it has to be it before sounds, that. Sounds about right, yeah. Interstellar, directed by Christopher Nolan, a man who has made at least three great movies uh, Memento. Mm hmm. Um, the Prestige, mm. The Dark Knight. Um, well, uh, yeah, like at least three. Yeah, at least three great movies. It has Anne Hathaway, who I'm indifferent to. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, who was who had his resurgence. Yeah, this was this was in the like the big growing period where it's like mm. every, he's. Everything's firing. And and this is set in a dystopian future kind of thing. It's a space movie. They're going to space. It's got to, they've got to save humanity, all this sort of thing. 
And I was, we were so excited. We, were, we all went in there and we were literally laughing at how bad this shit was. And people were eating this movie up. I don't understand. Yeah. It still gets love. People talk about it. What's better? two thousand no, Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey or Interstellar. Those are legitimate discussions between yeah. people. What the fuck are they talking about? Well... Yeah, so this is this, this might be an argument this against is a that. Clip. This is so Christopher Nolan is known for what's called on the nose dialogue, where nothing's left to the imagination, and it's they literally just say what they mean <laughs> for our, for the viewer's benefit. Yeah, really. and it's like it works in some movies. In some movies, it works really well because it's like an action or it's very fast paced. Yeah, but this was supposed to be like deep hitting emotions, so there needs to be a sort of layered dialogue. That's why. Uh, like early seasons of Game of Thrones was so popular because there was very uh, heavy metaphor mm. and, you know, double entendre, a lot of, lot of meaning good, to be extrapolated. Good writing yeah. is what it is. <laughs> this was just piss. This was piss in my ears and eyes. So about halfway through the movie... I love you. And she's all right, he's probably having a flashback or whatever. I love you forever. He's molesting his back. daughter right now. <laughs> I know you're going to get this message. Professor Brands assured me that you're going to get it to you. Know that I love you. Love isn't something we invented. It's observable, powerful. It has to mean something. Love has meaning, yes. Social utility, social bonding, child rearing. We love people who have died. Where's the social utility in that? None. Maybe it means something more, something we can't yet understand. Maybe it's some evidence, some artifact of a higher dimension that we can't consciously perceive. I'm drawn across the universe to someone I haven't seen in a decade who I know is probably dead. Love is the one thing we're capable of perceiving that transcends dimensions of time and space. <laughs> I am like I literally zoned out during that small clip like my eyes went blurry I just went it was a bit embarrassing what the it? fuck yeah just on the nose there's literally so they have a cameo from Matt Damon in the film so he's a character who's supposed to be dead and he shows up and he's like homicidal and he lures one of them away because they're going to fix something or whatever. They're in space. It's Stakes are high, you know. They're in space. He w- lures them away and they're like, oh, we're going to fix this thing. And then he's like, I'm going to just take this guy's like air regulator or whatever it is and go back to the ship and then use the ship to get away myself. And so he does it. He kills him. He does the thing to kill him. And he's like, literally, this is what he's saying. I thought I could watch you die, but I can't. As, as he's like walking away... I, I'm gonna hey, just, um, He could have just walked away before he died. There's no reason for him to like to be verbalizing. Yeah, he's literally just saying it. He's, that's it's like the the, the biggest thing. Uh, really good directors who are also sort of the the guys who write the script and everything as well. Though those few guys say that their biggest problem is that with a book or a novel that they're trying to adapt, you can see into the character's head and how do you mm. portray that accurately on screen? They've taken that problem to Nolan. He's just gone, just have him say it. Yeah. Just fucking have him say it, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. He may as well have said, Damon, 
punches McConaughey, pauses, <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> it would have worked better. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's see if I can get this. Is this? I think this is where the betrayal takes place. Let's go. Yep, betrayal. Ooh. No, no, toe for grace. Huh. What is this? Sven Affleck. I'm sorry. I can't let you leave with that shit. We're gonna need it to complete the mission. Once the others realize what this place isn't, we cannot survive here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No! They can't stay here anymore. You have to leave right now. Okay, let me let me make something abundantly clear. You have a responsibility. Coop, get her stuff. She's going. Tensionless action. Dad didn't raise you to be this dumb, Tom. Dad didn't raise me. Grandpa did, and he's buried out back with Mom and Jesse. Okay. All the data. Yes. There's no service. No. I tried to do my duty, Cooper, but I knew the day that I arrived here that this place had nothing, and I resisted. The temptation for years, but I, I knew that if I just pressed that button, then somebody would come and save me. Hey, fucking cowards! Yes. 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 Oh, so it's not even the. <laughs> I've, come, I've come so far that I... It's beginning to smell like almonds. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The Why f- is that? They've really fucked me there. Twice have let us down. There we go. This is the one. So they're fighting or whatever. I think... This is a big battle scene. Oh. Pierce the space suit. Yep. You're in trouble now, boy. Oh, now. Because that atmosphere and that. Yeah. In space. Interstellar. Mm. None of the um, Here we go. oxygen. You were never tested like I was. Human habit. Alright, I'm going to skip past all this shit. Down. You're feeling it, aren't you? Your survival instinct. So he's just staring at him, struggling to breathe now. And this is it. He's, this is his dialogue. And there's no way Matthew McConaughey's character can hear what he's saying. <laughs> just, so he's just sort of saying it to himself and the audience. Cr- but he's crazy. Ooh. That's what drove me. It's what drives all of us. And it's what's going to save us. Because I'm going to save all of us. For you, Cooper. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't watch you go through this, I'm sorry. I thought I could, but I can't. I'm here, I'm here for you. Just listen to my voice, Cooper. That's it, there we go, it happened. That's what I needed to show you. He, that, that's supposed to be like, in the script, he has an internal conflict of what he should do because he's made this choice. 
but he's just said it out loud. Like, he can't just, it's the laziest shit I've ever heard. Not worth my time or money. And no. took both. <laughs> so I'm very suspicious of any new films with Christopher Nolan now. Because mm. that, was, that was a deep betrayal. Like I said, piss. That was piss in my eyes. Yeah. Um, should we go back to Neil or should we move on? Mm. I don't know. We'll give him another, another 30 seconds. I have a girlfriend. Brag it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Girls are hard to date, though. I gotta say, every girlfriend I've ever had, you're all paranoid. Every girlfriend I've ever had was just looking for proof that I didn't really love her. And you're bad detectives, too, women, because you'll read into things that... Yeah, nah, fuck this shit. This is some, like, amateur-level comedy. Oh, the differences between men and women. You're really hard to read. You're really hard to understand, women. Wow. I can't believe anyone above 22 would be interested to hear that. <laughs> or talk about it or write it. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you're supposed to have sort of figured it out by mm. now. You mm. kind of went, oh, yeah. You're always going to be somewhat confused because that's the difference of uh, human beings. We have uh, different consciousness. You'll be confused is- about why you do things as well. Yeah. Personally, so... But it, to get up and go, oh, women, they're a bit crazy, aren't they? Yeah. Thanks for that, Frenchie. <clears throat> okay, so we've had a look at Neil's uh, three mics thing. So we've picked up this very odd, odd behavior with these comedians. It's very like self-defeating kind of thing. I want to get to this Kamal clip, but I think we've got to bypass it for the time being. Okay. And stick to the theme. This is Andrew Santino. This is a man you have We're not about him so much. heard yet. What is he? Podcaster? Comedian? Both. <sighs> they all are. Okay. They all are. So, Writer. Have you noticed that you just... Every now and then, a comedian does the rounds of these podcasts. Mm. Joe Rogan's show... Um, possibly Skanks. Yeah, poss- possibly Legion of Skanks. Uh, like stuff with Ari Shafir, uh, Bert Kreischer, um, Tom Segura, like Brian Callen, those ones, they just start popping up on their shows and yeah. like the Wings show on YouTube and things like that. They Every now and then one just comes up and they're like, oh yeah, we're just hanging out or whatever. And it's like, hang on, I didn't know who you were last week. Yeah. But now you're on six of these shows. What's going on here? Why are you getting pushed suddenly? <laughs> yeah. It's really, really weird. And it's usually not as cut and dry as they've got a special out. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. something going on mm. and they're getting pushed. And so I have no idea who this guy is. And then all of a sudden, he starts doing all these appearances in these shows. And I'm very suspicious of him. Um, there's a, an Instagram account called Santino Mirrors, which was started by a fan of Red Bar. Yeah. And it's Andrew Santino because they've been making fun of him for a while, which is good. I'm very happy with that. Um of him mirroring the people that he's like interviewing and talking to and stuff. So like in photos, he's just doing the same pose as them. Mm. Just on the opposite side. You mean like physically? Physically mirroring mirroring them. (laughs) But he does it as well, like in their speech pattern and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. This odd, odd dude. Um, And yeah, he seems to be lacking something. uh, I've got a feeling that he doesn't have a soul. Yeah, it does have red hair. Oh fuck! I did not. I didn't even mean to do that. Like ironically, 
No, 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 no. I like redheads. It's okay. <laughs> In here. All right, I'm not listening to his fucking shitty intro. We had an intro for like three weeks, mm. and then we went, "No, we don't need it to died do that." A natural death. Yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to do any of that. Just because every other show does it, like the model isn't set with this. It's not in anyone's control other yeah, than yours. It's flexible. Hit play, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Oh, this is breaking my heart. But it's the rape that you can really think about. Fucking, come on. <laughs> you know, you think about the rape for a... You know, you think about the rape, You know, you think about the rape... Or just the death. That's amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. You know, you think about But it's the rape that you can really think about. I don't understand. Yeah, we've lost YouTube. Shadow banned again. In the most annoying way what possible. After I had this all, all good, ready to go. That can happen, mate, when you pull up too many tabs. I'll tell you that right now. You pull up a few tabs. Too much pornography. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm going to just disconnect and get this back on here. You need me the hot spot, mate. Fuck that fucking stinks, too. Jesus. <laughs> what's what's your diet, Bane? Um, eggs. <laughs> Why don't you, have you got some chickens? No. Okay. Think about it. Yeah, I would, but I don't want to fucking care for things. You don't have so, to care for chickens. No, I mean not uh, like emotionally. Mm. I mean just like physically. Yeah, just have to like feed them and do stuff. Yeah. I like uh, doing fuck all. <laughs> Here we go. All right, we're talking about him so much. Oh, shut up, you fucking freak. Talk when I tell you to talk. So, I'm just going to let this intro play a little bit and then we've got to skip ahead. Ginger, my guest today is one of my least favorite people on earth. It's myself. I don't have a guest today. Uh, Here's the deal I recorded an episode uh, with uh, someone I love. And I'm super fucking bummed because the equipment failed, so we couldn't put the episode out. So here I am in Boise, Idaho, recording this episode. And, I'm and so for everyone listening, he is just he's physically holding a microphone, no mic stand, sitting on a couch, <laughs> staring at... He's recording himself, staring at a camera. So you've got all this working, but you couldn't do an audio-only podcast with the person that you apparently loved. Mm. Oh, no, the equipment didn't work. Mm, what do you mean? Just say that the file was corrupted. The equipment didn't work is so non-specific yeah. that I, it doesn't provide any answers. So, um, a comedian killed himself in... Sorry. comedian killed himself in, I believe it was February. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, so he... he uh, I believe it was hanging. And his name was Brody Stevens. And he... So, I don't know. I don't know who the dude is. I don't give a fuck. Everyone in this sort of LA comedy community and whatever 
tried to jump on board and be like, oh, this is so sad about we're, we're very emotional or whatever. But they were all stabbing him in the back while he was alive. Like, mm. like, we, like I just mentioned, all these comedians, why is it that he's getting a push but this other guy didn't? He was so great and so funny and everything like that. Why wasn't he on Joe Rogan's podcast? Why wasn't he on Burt Kreischer's or any of these yeah, guys getting a universally push? loved just, by his just, peers? Just going on a podcast tour so that he gets that introduced mm. to the general consciousness and everything like that. Why is that not occurring? Because they didn't give a fuck. Because why should they? Mm. Which is fine, but don't come out afterwards and be like, "Oh, we're all very hurt by this." Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. It, it is still a tragedy, but. The events that led to it kind of make sense. I'm a little bit bummed about it. I'm not going to lie. I was actually fucking livid. I was really so mad. So he, he's dead and this is his show about it as yep. well. So just starting out talking about how he was annoyed. How angry his, he was at his podcast equipment. Yeah, which had a miscellaneous, unnameable yeah, failure. It misfired. But he managed to get a good camera set up to uh, record himself. Yep. And I, that's like one of those small things. You're like, how did this shit fuck up? I did everything right, but I fucked up. So we're recording in, in Boise. I'm here to... Just say you didn't hit record. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. This is just to get you, just to get a flavor going. Anyway, I'm this in Boise tough. and... Uh, doing shows uh, tonight and tomorrow. Who cares? Here in Boise, come I'm the fuck out. Shows. It's ironic uh, that I'm wearing this shirt that says Bogus because there's a mountain here called Bogus Basin. I was going to go snowboarding, but I don't think we're going to be able to go because it was raining and shit. A minute well, 20 and he said nothing. Yeah. I was going to go snowboarding. Why are you bringing this up? Yeah, fuck. Check it. And he brings it. Uh, sorry, I'll leave this. The shop around the corner was like, no, it's fucking it's good ass snow, dude. You should fucking get up there and rip, dude. It's dense. It's fucking dense as fuck snow, dude. I love that <laughs> when chicks just have doing those voices. Some, just doing a bit of improv while he's doing the intro there. This oh, is just some irritating. Funniest things. Oh, this is for the audience. It's fucking dance house, dude. Fucking get up there and fucking gnarly roll, dude. It's fucking tight. Look at that hand movement while he's doing <laughs> it. Just rubbing his <laughs> first finger on his second. Just <laughs> nervously going, oh, fucking dance, dude. Just don't do the voice. Do what you, you, you're there to, you have a point to make, make it. You don't need to try and stretch it out. You're definitely not Bill Burr. Nope. Which I think he's what he's trying to do with those things, because you know Bill Burr does his show and he comes on and he's like, oh, you know, he'll, if he's got a, some, if he's got a story, he'll do a little voice and all that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, Bill Burr, mate. Hey, dude. Um, anyway, so I'm in Boise, yeah, and uh, I couldn't do the normal episode this week, so I'm doing a solo episode, which uh, I'm sure I'll get a lot of people being like, "Fuck this, dude, get a guest." Uh, but you know, fuck you, whatever. Uh, nice way to talk to your audience, um, and just assuming the worst of them immediately. Yeah, it's an, it's an odd sort of thing, odd to do, and you don't need guests. I, that's one thing I do agree with: is you don't. Why? Why does every show have to be about a revolving door of guests? Yeah, I know. Then it turns into that. Yeah, and then it turns into what the current iteration of the Joe Rogan experience is, which yeah. is I've got a product to sell a book a movie or whatever and so they come in and pretend to be joe's friend and joe's too dumb to realize he's just being exploited yeah and then they don't talk about their um profession or anything they just say well you'll have to read the book oh. i talk about it in the book yeah. well fuck why am i listening to this then yeah we're all wasting our time yeah that's right i want to hear some cool shit yeah. tell me some stuff that's like the best ones are with you know chuck palinick was a really good one because he have offered a lot of insights mm. um but yeah, it's fine. But he's an established 
Yeah, he's... You've got this person talk who's putting a book out about some obscure topic yeah. that they won't talk about on a two-hour podcast. Fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> Damp. Uh, I'll just mention a few things about it, but... Um, Playing with his Off cock. the top... <laughs> Off the tiggity tap, I am nice very improv. Excited. Off the tiggity, why is he doing this? So he's, he's his guy's boring. dead now. Remember all of this shit. I've skipped ahead too by like a minute. Mm, ready to announce uh, that uh, a show that I just did got picked up by FX Networks. Shout out to FX. Yeah, they're really going to be grateful that you gave them a shout out. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, with the executives that gave you a job, are yeah. like, oh, thanks for you got us a few views. Uh, that uh, will can at any moment. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody mentions that a show they're getting a pilot because they're scared. Yeah, that it's because they make hundreds of them. Yeah, per channel, FX have got like three channels. Mm. Uh, with Little Dicky, the rapper Little Dicky. If you don't know Little Dicky. I've talked about him before on the podcast. We did a show. You're a little dicky. He's here in my pants. If I, together. <laughs> Sorry. If you don't know a little dicky, I've talked about him on my podcast. Or people know him because he's a famous musician <laughs> yeah. and not because they heard about him on this show. I hate I hate the crossover thing. Yeah. You should be uncomfortable talking <clears throat> about and promoting other people's stuff because you go, well, no, they were also my friend. Mm. So, but even if I, if if the product is good or whatever, or if their art is good, it's still a bit odd to to try and sell it because you don't the audience doesn't know if it's genuine or not. So you'd rather you're better off just avoiding that game altogether and not yeah not crossing over and be like oh check this guy out he's really good oh he's also my friend well then you've got a bias you're mm. not just telling me this guy's cool that is uh, going to come out I think at the end of this year oh fuck this Curb I guess the hip hop version of Curb which it sounds like something that Larry David would fucking hate but but anyway yeah it's awesome it's super i'm sorry i I skipped ahead now i'm gonna go back because i'm gonna hear if that was so we're mm. gonna be doing some fun shit it's like um curb um the most successful like independent comedy Mm. since seinfeld yeah it's like that yeah why would you even compare it to a show yeah like it's already in that that field. Theater. Yeah. So it's already in that, that, yeah, that field. That's fucking... Anyway, all right. But, Fuck this dude. But anyway, uh, I had two weekends to run around and have a good time uh, off the road and off a stand-up, and I went to Park City, Utah to see family and to go snowboarding and then went snowboarding to Mammoth Mountain again. to go snowboarding. Boring. Snowboarding that, again. Was- shit was amazing. Um, but, of course, on the gondola ride back down to the mountain... I got, you know, a couple of text messages and calls saying that Brody was no longer with us. And for people that don't know Brody Stevens, Stephen Brody Stevens, yes, was one of the best comics I think uh, I had known. I know a lot of people. But nobody says that when they're alive. So when Patrice O'Neill was alive, people were saying he is my favorite comedian alive. Yep. There was an Irish dude on ONA who came over specifically to sort of do sets and be around Patrice. Yep. I have heard that. It was when he was alive. Even Ricky Gervais, when Patrice was alive, mentions how good Patrice was. Yeah. He's one of the best. 
so when he died and everyone came out of the woodwork, there was like a good mix of people who were like, oh, they didn't really think that when he was alive, so I'm not going to believe him now. But there was still people who were like, nah, even when he was alive, we were like, this guy's great. Yeah. That, that was still happening. Never heard of Brody Stevens. I'd never heard of him either. And I don't think any of these people have mentioned him <laughs> ever at all. Yeah. And they're all just, oh, no, he's one of the best. Oh, stop it. Um, are giving high praise and it's for a reason. It's because Brody was fucking incredible. Um, he was funny and cool and nice and sweet and without digging too deep into all the other adjectives I could find about him, I'll just say that Dead. Um, it's one guy that I wish stuck around. Um, took his own life, which is a bummer. It's like the fifth person in my life that's taken their own life. Ooh, which is a okay, person sorry, in my just, life. Yeah, see, it always goes back to one, to them. Mm. Always draw it back there. Say that um, it's one guy that I wish... Stuck around. Um, took his own life, which is a bummer. It's like the fifth person in my life that's taken their own life. Bummer. <laughs> which another comic friend of mine was like, maybe it's you. Maybe it's me. Uh, no. Just an involuntary thrust when he said that too. He just thrust it up into his chair. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. He's, I bet his cock's getting hard and his jeans and he's starting to <laughs> move Think about his field. dead friend hanging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are too cocked. I fucking hope not. But I think... Um, yeah, I think it's crazy, man. I, I think uh, I don't like a lot of things that come along with suicide. I want to talk about that because, <laughs> <laughs> unlike everyone else, who yeah, loves yeah. all the baggage associated <laughs> with suicide. What the? F- um, I am somebody who suffers from anxiety and depression. Oh, I know because you've got a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and you're a, a self-titled comedian. Mm. Because everyone who becomes a comedian titles themselves one. Before they are paid before, for it, or yeah, before they're yeah. successful at it, and I've got so I've got uh, depression and anxiety, and that's why you went into a public, the one of the most public, like it's probably the only thing that's purely about public uh, interactions and mm. exposing yourself to strangers and the most public thing. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't. I can buy the depression because that's your private stuff. Yeah, but the anxiety. I don't know. I don't know about that. Mm. Uh, a lot of people say they do and they breeze over it or they don't really want to get into it. And I will. No, no, no. They don't breeze over it. They talk about it on every show <laughs> yeah. all the time. There's well, never every been special. a comedian in the last 10 years. Yeah, on every special. Talking about, oh, I've got depression. Jim Jeffries. Oh, I've got depression and I take pills for it, but I drink. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm crazy. I'm crazy and I molest young girls. It's unreal. Um, I haven't heard anyone, a guest, a comedian guest on the Joe Rogan experience talk about comedy without talking about depression. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll tell you all that shit. Um, I suffer from severe anxiety, man. I have terrible fucking anxiety. My anxiety rips me to shreds, man. It's really... T- okay, and that's why you've... Have a camera on you. Yeah. <laughs> for an over an hour. Yes, just, to just direct- solo. And not... Yeah. And to... I can't stress how odd it is to hold a microphone up to your own mouth yeah. for that long. I'm shocked. For that, that long. What the fuck are you doing? Like we have mic stands because so we can just relax and talk. Mm. You don't have to worry about it because it's not good for your mind to just be like, I need to talk into this thing constantly and make sure it is close enough. It's psychotic it's behavior. Yeah. yeah, it's very unnatural. As unnatural as talking into a camera by yourself for an hour. About 
my anxiety. And I was so, yeah, I've got to do this for an hour and then I've got to export it and upload it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Tough on my personal, you know, personal, private, my relationships and my public relationships don't suffer as much because I know how to like kind of push it away. But Brody was somebody who had um, terrible anxiety, awful depression. Um, he was going through waves of... Auteur. <laughs> <laughs> he offed himself. Yeah. Hindsight, mate. ...of emotion all the time. Uh, and then for a long time, he was very good. And then pills, I think, um, really fuck with your head, man. Well, I don't Thanks. know. They always just say missile, the misc pills. Yeah. The pills will fuck with your head. Okay. What, what pills? Mm. There is a lot mm. you can take. Are you talking about SSRIs? Are you talking about like the antidepressants? Or are you talking about uh, illegal pills? Are you talking about Oxycontin? Mm. Is he talking about ecstasy? Vitamin C. Yeah, that comes in pill form. <laughs> Just I, I pills, am, man. Yeah, you can get. Yeah, you can get a lot of vitamins. Do you do you, pills? Yeah, I fucking do pills all the time. Fish oil. Yeah. Um, magnesium. Men, men's multi. Yeah, sometimes I take a women's one too. Yeah, why uh, not? To, no, I mean the pill, the pill. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, the one, pill. Yeah, the yeah. pill. I'm on the pills. Me too. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I am not someone who's going to be totally against medication, um, but I do think pills are so fucked up. They fuck up so many people. It hurts so many people. Without saying what they are. Thanks, Dr. Santino. Just making a real tough stand. Yeah. Oh, pills, they're real bad. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And when somebody dies from it, the government, you know, gets to look the other way just because there are so many other contributing factors. They're like, oh, it wasn't just the pills. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, the government. The government should be doing it. Mm. What the fuck are you talking about? The government gets to look the other way. <laughs> yeah, the government's looking the other way on Brody Stevens necking himself. I don't know, man. You know, it's like someone dies in a, a car accident. And you're like, well, it wasn't just the fact that he was driving 125 miles an hour, you know. Other things came into play. You're like, yeah, but... He was going fast as fuck, you know? So Brody was going fast on pills, and I think it really fucked with him. Um, and that was a really hard thing to receive. I didn't even know how to take it, to be honest with you. It was really fucked up. It was really strange. I knew how you'd take it. Mm. Up the bot bot. <laughs> we have a polite audience. Thank you. Yeah. Um, bot bot means ass. If you've ever lost somebody you know, you know, um, a high school everyone buddy has. of mine took his own life, unfortunately, and um, yeah, everyone, mm. everyone on, yeah, we, yeah, everyone, everyone knows someone. <clears throat> yep, and it is a very real thing. Yeah, we're not talking about doubting that. At yeah, all. no, that's not it's up not... to up for the debate, as far as I know, as far as we know. That fucked with me too. You know, driving by his mom's old store yeah, again, just making it about him. Lost mm. somebody you know. You know, um, a high school buddy of mine took his own life, unfortunately, and um, that fucked with me too. You know, driving by his mom's old store back in my hometown, got just it, re it fucked with me crazy. Um, and then when I went back home, every time, oh, I'm just moving on. And then when I was, it fucked with me. Like in what way? Mm. It fucked with me in a non-specific way that I can't really verbalize. Even though I, my profession's based around my ability to express um, my emotions and ideas. And just, just formulate them into entertaining pieces, yeah, word just, pieces. Can't, nah, mate, no, too uh, too real. This one that fucked me up crazy good. I couldn't. Uh, there's no yeah. way I could explain it. Now it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. And um, 
that fucked with me too. You know, driving by his mom's old store back in my hometown, got just it, re- it fucked with me crazy. Um, and then when I went back home, every time I would go home, I would see places we would hang out, or I used to drive past his old house to go back to, to go to another friend of mine's house. And even driving past his house gave me the creeps, man, because I remember... His friend's house gave him the creeps. He went he, past and went, ooh, oh, fuck that yeah, place. Yeah, fuck that. I'm glad I don't live in this town anymore. Yeah. Just going, oh, yeah, I'm glad I don't have to be reminded of it. Like, what about his parents, dude? Yeah. You're talking about that shit? Fucking hell. That house may as well be haunted. That motherfucker <laughs> necked himself in there. Fuck that shit. That's scary. That fucks with my head crazy good. <laughs> I feel like I'm on pills. (laughs) 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 I'm going to go back a little bit just because I'm reeling. We'd see places we would hang out or I used to drive past his old house to go back to, to go to another friend of mine's house. And even driving past his house gave me the creeps, man, because I remember... Kicking it with him upstairs and him introducing me to Dave Matthews Band, you know, and uh, you know when I kicking it with him upstairs, kicking it with him, listening to Dave Matthews Band. He introduced, but nobody's introduced <clears throat> to the Dave Matthews Band. Like it's mm. like, hey man, have you fucking heard this shit? It's <laughs> not like like um, like Adam showed me Merciful Fate when I was a teenager, because I'm not going to hear about some weird Danish metal band from 1983. <laughs> They're not just going to be. Dave Matthews is a main was a mainstream thing mm. when he was for a long time. Yeah, it's not like oh, I got introduced to no. You have heard this shit. Yeah, this is fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah, this it blew our minds, man. Yeah. Dave Matthews band. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, this guy's just constantly trying to be cool, but he's also trying to sell the I'm a I'm an anxious, mm. uh, nervous guy who needs to be nurtured as well. I'm a sensitive soul. Mm. Cool, but, but sensitive. Underneath. Mm. I was blowing him. He would play Crash. Um, no. No, it was uh, all along the watchtower when I was blowing him. He'd play that. But I remember. I think he actually did. And that's Love why he's. Yeah. Yeah. He's making it pretend like it's a joke. But yeah. That's, so that's an old really, trick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You sneak it in that way. Mm, I know about you, mate. I remember sitting in his room and listening to Dave Matthews' band. And then being in his backyard and burning, uh, we burnt textbooks. We thought that we were so badass. We really, he had like a little bonfire pit and we burnt fucking textbooks in his backyard. We were like, fuck, we fucking burnt, fuck the school, fuck the system. We were, I think we paid for those. Like we bought them already. That's how dumb we were. It's like when people like protested Tupac and they bought his CD and then ran over it in a uh, uh, one of those like flatteners, you know, those uh, steamrollers or whatever. It's like they bought the fucking, you bought the fucking CD. <laughs> You fucking idiot. You already contributed to it. What is this story? Um, but I, yeah, that kind of shook me up. You know, One that, that without shook a me point. Mm. Oh, no, no, sorry. It shook him up. Oh, that, again. Yeah. The suicide. When, Just listen things. When he took his own life. And, and uh, I, I, I remember that feeling when I heard Brody had taken his own life. It it did the same thing to me. It did the same thing. Really? Bro. What are the odds? <laughs> what a revelation. Mm. This suicide reminded me of another suicide. <laughs> Gave me similar feelings. Yeah. yeah. Loss. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. that's very yep that's expected I was like fuck I don't get to see him at these places anymore I'm so used to and of course just thinking about how it affects you mm. most of all it's really hard for me as a lot of comedians had a lot of connective tissue to Brody so you'll hear a lot of people saying no mention of his family I loved him he was so close I felt like I was you know he was such a big part of my life and 
And I don't think that's pandering or placating. I think that's true. I think Brody was such a big part of so many fucking people's lives. You know, I really do think he affected so many people and people felt so close to him because he was so open and he was one of those dudes that wanted to know everybody. He knew your first and your last name. I thought that was always so funny. It's like... Amazing. Yeah. If only there was something like like comedy posters and flyers and things mm. like that, or like at the places that they all hang out, where everyone is literally on display with a photo of them and their name underneath. Oh, it's just, he knew everyone's first and last name. Everyone fucking knew it. They all knew. <laughs> it was all the same. <laughs> they all knew The images were all around them And they all had Facebook And they all had posters and flyers on the wall So if you were there that night Everyone could see So it's not that remarkable You know um, He really took time To like give a shit About you and, and who you are And your situation and where you're from And so that was really hard because I, I... So he took the time to do that and nobody returned it and so he killed himself. <laughs> that seems to be the impression I'm getting. I was driving back from Mammoth Mountain after I was, you know, went snowboarding. Oh, and I I'm <laughs> just bringing it up again. For what reason? Athletic. It's just, you know, I'm cool. Mm. Whole time in the car, I just kept thinking about the fact that I don't get to see him anymore, and that was. That fucking sucks. Just it more. sucks when someone takes their own life because you don't really get a chance to say goodbye. You know, sometimes a cancer or, or, or you know, someone gets sick or ill, or even someone who dies unexpectedly, you know, you kind of hope that you had enough time with them before that, you know, to feel like you have a good remembrance of them. But with Brody. Not even going to. You know, pause it you don't because really it's just drowning on and on. All the time. But I, there is more you know, to, to get to. Story. That's why I think people are but talking about him so much. We're family. Still hasn't mentioned you know, his family, family his actual every family. Night of my life. Mm. That's my fucking second home. You know, and when you see someone every day like that, you're, it's like you're 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 so used to that relationship that they are like family, and it is like family, right? Because sometimes you fucking hate your family. Sometimes you hate the people that you see every day at the store. You get sick of them, or you get annoyed, or tired, or you know, you get over it. And then some days you really, really need a fucking hug from grandma, you know? And grandma Steve Simone, of course, in this case. He's the comedy store grandma because he gives the best fucking hugs. And he can cook like a motherfucker. You know who, like, talks about the best hugs? Women. <laughs> I've never heard of... Like, what, what, that's the first time I've ever heard a man say, oh, they give the best hugs. Because there is no discernible difference, in my opinion, mm. between a person's grip of you you know, in an embrace. It's just a body that you fit into, maybe. Yeah, you just kind of go, oh, mm. yep, that's good. All right, does he fucking <laughs> do a bit of that? I don't know. But I think that's the thing, you know, is like we are a family and you don't always love your fucking family. You fight, you know, with your family. You argue, you bicker. Why is he bringing that up now, though? Unless he's got some uh, some hidden secrets <laughs> about Brody. Like there's some regrets, I think. Mm. You know, you fight, you argue. Why is he bringing it up? Mm. Right now, in the midst of all that we've heard in the last nine minutes. You buttheads, you know. I like to think a lot of and us Davis. don't have beef with each other, but there's a few people that, you know, I butted heads with in the past, and you just, you know, you move on, you move forward, you know. Sometimes sure. you don't like that cousin, you know. You all have that cousin. Uh, so, yeah. You are it. You are <laughs> the one we want to move on from. 
all of them don't want anything to do with you. you know, That's true. Bart, your cousin Bart, how is he? Uh, you know, he's fucking, he's fine. That's how I feel about <laughs> good improv, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he really just drowns himself out. And like, I not to say I do better. I don't do better. But I'm not a guy who's. I'm not pretending to be. Mm. Oh, I'm doing this podcast solo, and I'm really, you know, I'm not a comedian. Sometimes when you're there, you know. But Brody was a bright light, and it's unfortunate that that he turned it off himself. I think that was real. Fucked up. I don't like when people say selfish. I really don't. You know, I know it's an easy thing to say. Oh, it's so selfish to do that to other people. Uh, you know, man, you're so plagued with sadness in those moments. I don't think you're you're thinking about anything. You're not thinking about you're thinking about taking away pain. You're not thinking about how is this going to affect other people. And then they say that's why it's selfish. Okay, fine. Well, we do a lot of selfish acts as people, and I just think it's more sad than selfish. I'm sorry, um, but you know, it's, it's weird. It's like I'm I, I I can be a very selfish fucking person. Super selfish. And, you know, I couldn't ever, I could go to my depths of depression and anxiety and I don't think I could ever get to that point. I don't, I don't really know how anybody gets to that point, but. So you're saying it's not really a, a risk then? Mm. It's not really a risk for you. Okay. So then what is your anxiety and depression other than in the normal range? Is that mm. what he's trying to say? Yeah, just a bit of a challenge. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty normal. Like that's that's the thing. I, I can't remember who said it. Uh, someone smart, I'm assuming, was uh, questioned about uh, anxiety diagnosis, and he's just like, "Well, what is the difference between your anxiety and normal anxiety? Mm. Like in what moments? Because anxiety, to some level, is pretty normal. Like you should experience it." Mm. So he's just saying that he's not in the dangerous realm. Okay, good. Well, then yeah. kind of shut up about it. <laughs> I, I don't know if selfish is the word. I think it's just, um, I think it's lost and hurt. And I think that's the real thing that we should be talking about. People get lost and they get fucking hurt, man. You know? And, and, and it's, it's, it's hard because you, you always wish you could help, you know? And I don't like when somebody says, did you see it coming? That bothers me. Did you see it coming? Yeah, we saw it coming and we just let it go. We were like, yeah, do it, man. Fuck it. No, man, you really rarely see it coming, quote unquote. I mean, in certain instances, there are clues and there are things that would lead you to believe that. All right, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. So see if I can find there's a little something where he starts just humble bragging about uh, fucking women Mm. and being able to fuck women. Yeah. Um, Effortlessly. Yeah, as like in the midst of this whole thing about his depressed friend. Your panic attacks. Uh, my um. Oh, here we go. I think this is it. My my junior slash senior year in college, and I'm and I'm saying this for people out there that if you do have depression, anxiety, um, panic attacks, um, things like that, like I feel like this is a a great time for people to be able to talk about this shit, um, because this is when you do, you know. And oddly enough, it is. It is the most talked about in human history. Yeah. But it seems to be going up. You know, this all this talking about doesn't seem to have helped. So there needs to be a matching. Mm. You know what I mean? And equal. Okay, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, talk about it. But other people that they're talking to, the right people, mm. giving the right advice, giving the right things to move forward with it. And I don't. I was so embarrassed for years to tell people about it that I didn't want to talk about it. But my last year in college, man, I used to have these things called ocular migraines where I would go blind in one eye. I literally was working at a fucking restaurant near. Did his head go all weird too? <laughs> weird. Arizona called Native New Yorker. This fucking dump. This fucking dump. It's probably good now. Go there. I don't want to shit on their fucking restaurant. No, but I, 
It was terrible. We did like ten cent wing nights. You could, you know, you kind of, the kind of people that show up for ten cent wings, oh, sweet right, and sour. Tense, dude. I, I I hope my tip is gonna be fucking huge. So we just get fucked at that place all the time. But I was eating shitty food. I wasn't. I wasn't sleeping. I was living unhealthy. Okay. Who right, worked at the restaurant? Ahead. And I was like, I'm gonna die. And he was like, What? I'm like, I'm. I think I'm gonna die. Like you think your their okay. migraines cause severe panic attacks? And I just my friends and pretend like I was just sick. So I was sick for months. All right, I'm trying to get to this. <laughs> God, this he's a boring man. I know. I'm because I only watched the first like six minutes of this, and there's a clip later on that I've seen cut up and posted somewhere else. So, I, but I can't remember how to get to it. So I just yep. gotta bear with me for a little bit. Uh, but it was just because I fucking had so much anxiety, I couldn't eat. I remember there was this cute ass chick. I Here love this chick. <laughs> um, and we were gonna have lunch together. So talking about uh, friend who killed himself. Check. Personal anxiety and depression. Now it's time for a bit of the old humble brag. Well, he's already been humble bragging. Oh, I'm going fucking snowboarding there. 18 times he said it, I think. Unbelievable. <laughs> Together. And, uh, but it's the rape. I, I remember getting the thing I thought I could actually put in my mouth and digest. I was like, okay, this will be easy to eat. It won't make me nauseous. Because I was on these pills. I was on anti-nausea pills. I was on... I fucking hate pills, man. They should—they're no good. Okay. <laughs> on, uh, that's because I told him I threw up every morning, and then I was on some other like—it was like an antidepressant, but I don't remember what it was. But they were trying to change the chemicals in my brain, and I remember fucking sitting down with like a turkey croissant. I was like, this should be so easy to eat, and the moment it hit my mouth, I wanted to throw it right the fuck. I wanted to puke on it because it was. The smells changed. My taste buds changed. My anxiety overwhelmed my, my, my entire central nervous system. Everything was manipulated because of it. And I couldn't finish the lunch, and I lied to this girl and told her I had to go. Um, and I left. And I fucking... And I left, and I was so embarrassed. And I think a long time later, we ended up hooking up. <laughs> Un like, unreal. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you don't... You lose the point of that story, the weight of that story. Yeah. When you throw that sort of shit in there, man. Like, exactly. what the fuck? I'm just going to go back because that he is like a character though. He's mm. a character where that would be hilarious if that was, you know, a guy yeah. we were watching on TV. Finished the lunch and I lied to this girl and told her I had to go. Um, and I left. And I fucking, and I left and I was so embarrassed. And I think a long time later we ended up hooking up. <laughs> um, which is a bonus to the story. That's when I was feeling better. In fact, I think we hooked up. It keeps going. It keeps going. Yeah. This is this is the new story. How deep into the humble brag this guy um, needs to go. And uh, this is nice and embarrassing. I, I went down on her, I think, for so nice and embarrassing. It's not he's going. Oh, this is an embarrassing story, but it's a brag. You get to go. Yeah. Um, which is a bonus to the story. That's when I was feeling better. In fact, I think we hooked up. Um, and uh, this is nice and embarrassing. I, I went down on her, I think, for so long that she gave up on hooking up. I was so afraid to have sex. That I went down on her for so long that she was like over it. You know what I mean? Like she was like, okay, that's too, like, did you not wanna? I was just nervous to have sex with her. I think she was way out of my league. The same thing happened to the first girl I ever fingered. Uh, the first girl I ever fingered, um, I've, I just did it for way too long. And she like stopped, she like put her hand on my hand and was like, that's, that's enough. <laughs> she was like, that'll rest, do, pig. Rest in peace, Brody. <laughs> uh. Signing off. Like what? Why is he throwing these stories in there? Just letting everyone know that he fucks. Yeah, I I know. Oh yeah, so I came up with a character the other day. This just reminded me. Um, 
it's an addition to the guy who talks like ish. Mm-hmm. Shall we talk? So I've been fucking around with that voice for a while, just been annoying uh, women with it because he's talks about uh, women's moisture mm-hmm. and their bodies. So I was uh, I was gouging her out, right? So uh, and she was like fully slimed up. That's <laughs> <laughs> like it's, I, I like that, but I like to think of he he's the guy who goes on to um, uh, like porn websites and like like. Uh, sex product websites and leaves reviews on products hmm. but like the lube and stuff like that so that everyone knows that he fucks yeah yeah, yeah just like a little brag like this is really good for yeah. me and my girl yeah did it's not like, lose um, moisture even after 45 minutes yeah of yeah shit just like <laughs> yeah. yeah this is the so that's yeah that's, that's me mate I'll fucking I'll get on there let everyone know did yeah. uh, all the products are going really really good yeah <laughs> I just like that voice. Yeah, she was fully slimed up. I, just, I don't have anything else funny to say with it. I remember that from about seven years yeah. ago. That's when he was born. It's still funny to me today. <laughs> she was gouging her out Because <laughs> it's such a disgusting thing to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you want to talk about um, some people we know who have killed, their, killed themselves? Uh. Or killed ourselves. <laughs> that is, uh, that's what they call Freudian. You know, when you think about the rape. No, because it will be... Um Phony. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. Mm. Maybe with you off mic. Mm. We could, yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, as have, friends. Just have like a real but yeah, not as, a discussion about it and. Not as know. a piece of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you're making it funny. That's the thing. Yeah, the, unless it was the attempt, an actual story. The or, attempt is, yeah. Like, in, unless we were going to be playing like the laugh track and stuff like that behind it. Yeah. That's the attempt at making it funny. You know. Anyway, I'll see if this uh, if this is any if there's any more here. That'll do. I was just so nervous to go to the next step, and that was years later. I was in college when I went down on this girl. I was just she was way hotter than me, and I was like, she doesn't want to have sex with me, no way. So I was like, I'll just I'll just eat the taco um, until just trying to be the cool bro while he's doing it. It's, I don't understand these people. I don't get it. And he's a he's a married man. Oh, really? Going on tour with Joe Rogan. I think he's getting fucked by Rogan. Yep. While he's on tour, he's getting fucked by Bathhouse. One of the long. He's joining the long list of aspiring comedians mm. who get pounded by Bathhouse Joe Rogan, <laughs> and he just really fucks them hard. He would too. Jackhammer, the genetic jackhammer. <laughs> well, he'd need to after mm. he's all fucking pent up. Yeah. Doing nine hours of podcasting a day. <laughs> Looking at Jamie's skinny jeans across the fucking way. Jeez, that'd be rough to get through. Just going, oh yeah, fuck. And then go back yeah. there and pound that little ginger asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon that's about. All right, so we've covered that. We've got, I've got the Kamal thing. We won't, we don't need to offer much commentary. We'll wrap this up. It's, it's more just. I mean, from what I can see already. It's more of just these people confirming what we're observing mm. about them. That they are genetically shit, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just shit people. Yeah. They're just not good people. They're not searching to have complete lives. Mm. Like they're not searching to be like like they know they've got a hole. Like mm. that's what he's talking about with his depression and anxiety and everything like that. And his Whether failures. Whether that's real or not is up for debate. And I would say it's not as real as what he's presenting. But 
that is a representation of like a hole of yeah. something miss being missing. Yeah. And I don't think they're trying hard enough to fill it because they've got warped ideas about the world. Mm. But yeah, so this is Kumal Nanjiani on Ellen being the biggest cuck I've ever heard. All right, let's talk about this movie. It, you're hilarious in everything that you do. Just, oh, just the, you. just the slightest, just the way you say things. Yeah, the way you say things because you're Pakistani. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you say things funny. You shit skins. Um, it's it, it, tell everybody what it's about. So there's a movie coming out called Stuber. Uh, you just saw the trailer. That's me and Dave Batista, who's a big. He's like a big wrestler man. Yes, he is. Um, so he's already movie, trying to do like, like a, the the feminine guy. Yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm the guy who can hang out with the women. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I'm like one of the girls when I'm with you. I'm just gay. <laughs> Big fun action comedy, but really, you know, I feel like we're, in a, this is going to sound serious, because it is. I feel like we're in a time where, you know, masculinity is under the microscope. We're talking about how traditional masculinity uh, has caused all these problems for the world. I really think a lot of problems in the world are caused by men. And I think... Unbelievable. 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 Can you imagine saying that out loud as a man? Not like that. (laughs) Can you imagine being born in a shithole, being raised in that, and then moving over to America, being hugely successful, and then going, a lot of the problems in the world are caused by men. (laughs) And it's like, well, hang on, man. That's really simplistic. That's a really simplistic way to talk about it. Like all the problems. Well, hang on. Well, what solutions are you attributing to men then as well? Mm-hmm. Are that is that the same thing? Because yeah, there are problems in the world, but you can't just go. Oh well, if we just put women in charge, then mm-hmm. it'll no, that's just retarded. <laughs> just focus on pro- what's the problem, mm-hmm. and we we deal with it at a case by case basis. Unless you're trying to pander to the Ellen crowd, who are what? Gay. Problems for the world. I really think. A lot of problems in the world are caused by men. And I think a big part of it, I really, I really do. And I think a big part of it is the only emotion that men feel comfortable expressing in general is anger. We've been told that that's the only manly emotion there is. Sadness isn't, isn't manly. Uh, fear isn't considered manly. Even joy can be turned into anger. You know, if you watch like people at sports games, they're like, yeah, and then they get really angry. <laughs> And I felt for many, many years I wasn't in touch with those emotions. I only. What an odd thing, because that, like, that's just that's presenting his view, his view of the world. But you go, well, then your masculine figures are fucked up, mm. aren't they? Or their movie characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't understand. Like, nobody. I've never seen somebody tell, uh, have the balls to try and tell like a war veteran that they can't be sad. That sadness isn't like a good... No. I've only ever seen that sort of like... In my lifetime, I've only ever seen men encouraged to show more emotion. Yeah. And men who went to war talk about how scared they were the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the pure fear. I was talking about this the other day. So I watched a a film from... I think it was from 2002 called Death Watch. Shit name. But it had my interest because uh, it's set in France in World War One. Yep. In the trenches, and it's a horror film. Okay. So it has this supernatural element. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, that's actually probably one of the only ways... Like, you can present what happened mm. to the <clears> audience, <throat> but that's not 
going to have the same impact because there's that no, degree of it doesn't transmit the feeling. That's right. So the yeah. way to accurately portray a, a war might be with that supernatural thing added in because yeah, that's that. the way to get that real fear out. The uncertainty. Because I can't, I can't fathom that. Like men were going from being able to like, you know, marching in formation and then going up to a battlefield and all that sort of thing to literally just mowing men down. Like mm. when the first machine guns were like employed in, I think it was, it, there was a story from Belgium or something like that when the Germans marched in mm. and they had these, uh, like these bunkers set up with the machine guns and there was just so many bodies that it was blocking because they were just all mowed down by them. And there were so many bodies that are like, oh, we don't know what to do with them because we've never had this problem before. Like in the entirety of human history, yeah. there's never been a problem where we're like, we killed too many people so quick and they've just all piled up. <laughs> so to go from that, like there's no way to accurately portray that. No. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just all these things I'm thinking about and this dude is just going, I think, man, they cause a lot of problems, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> it is a very fun to do that voice. <laughs> He felt comfortable uh, um, showing anger. And so this is a movie that... That's, really that's your problem. You know? Mm. Like, I only felt comfortable showing anger. Yeah. Well, that's up to you. That's you. How about show some real spine then? Yeah. And be your own guy. And don't have to go on Ellen and pander to a group of women. Come and watch my movie. Because <laughs> that's really what you're doing. Yeah. When I'm tackling the real issues, but I'm also selling the product. <laughs> really talks about that stuff. It's about two very different kinds of men. My character is a guy who doesn't feel comfortable showing anger, but feels everything else. And Dave is a guy who only can show anger and nothing else. So it's the two of us, these two different generations of, of masculinity sort of having... I feel bad for Dave Batista because he's just a nice guy, it seems. Mm. Like he's a big body bodybuilder. Well, he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. He's very funny in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Um, he's just trying to do, just trying to live a good life, and he's just being. I feel like he's being exploited by these people because of his size and mm. and you know good nature, good nature, yeah, yeah. low IQ, yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> Having a conversation the whole time, and I had this problem. You know, like I said, I I wasn't in touch with my. I would have days where he's gotten fat too. So you can see that they've got they're putting clips up in the background from the movie. And so in the last few months, I'm assuming, since they've edited the movie and about to release it, he's just gotten fat. Look at that. It's always grown a beard. Yeah, to cover up that fat neck. Mm -hmm. That is a thing I've noticed. There's a lot yeah. of people getting around with fat necks. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Yeah. Like, not fat. Not, not that I think. Not that I can observe. Anywhere else, but they're getting this, like... Jowls. Yeah. It's an odd little thing that I just... I'm very confused by. Visually unappealing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I look at it and I just go, I do not want to lick that neck. That's fucking gross. no. Mm. no. Unlickable. I would be angry. I want you to come over to my house and lick my neck. Angry all day, and at the end of the day, I'd have a glass of water, and I'd be like, "Oh, I was just thirsty." <laughs> all day, I'd be like yelling at people, honking, "Get out of the way!" Then I had water, and I was like, "Oh, this this was the problem." Uh, well, just dehydration. <laughs> just dehydration. Well, Anger issues. Yeah. So, so you're mm, yeah, really relatable. I was just yeah, because water's hard to come by in Pakistan. <laughs> Clean water. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> all I know is, that's what the books would have us if, believe. Yeah, the, that's what all, all... I've been reading lots of books. I read books all the time. I read books about Pakistan. I read books about Iran. 
I read books about Atlantis. Yep. All the made-up places with the <laughs> shit skins. <laughs> I, in case we weren't already the most racist fucking show, <laughs> I'm just well, what really the, up in it. What Ellen's doing is no better. Yeah, and just everything that you say is so funny. Mm. The, just the way that you say it. She literally... But, like, what, but what is it you are here to sell my audience? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, oh, it's this movie. But because you're women, I need to sell... It's a buddy cop movie, which is traditionally like a male thing. We kind of... Yeah. It's supposed to have a bit of violence and a bit of funny... It's a lethal weapon. Yep. They've been doing it since the 80s. But he's like, well, no, they know that they need to sell it to women now. Mm. So it's like, oh, masculinity is a problem. And there was like a little audience reaction when he said that. And he's like, oh, it's true. I really yeah. think that. Because they would have been going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't wait to find more Kumal like, clips mm. just so I can do the voice more. <laughs> You're saying men should drink more water. Definitely. I think all men are dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that simple. Why is he doing... Look at that eyebrow. Oh, yeah. You, no one is naturally doing that unless you're doing an act. You're pretending. Pretending he's not... No, okay. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Um, there will be more unpleasant uh, next week. With a new show. <laughs> oh, just the new show is going to be hosted by me, Kumal. It's going to be sensitive and fun. It's going to have a place for the men, but also for the women. We need to make sure they feel safe and it's okay. When uh, when um, we went to the NRL the other week in Wagga, I realised that I'm like, it is there. There is like a, a a swing where they made they the push for the sport to be like a family sport, and I'm like, it's probably for the best though, because otherwise there would be peace. Yeah. Everywhere, because I was just—I just needed to piss. Yeah. And I'm like, it's literally only because there's families here that I'm not just pissing three meters away over there. Yeah, we're <laughs> surrounded by men swilling cans of beer. Yeah, just... and exactly. And I'm like, and I'm the—I'm the sensitive guy out of that group. Yeah, I'm yeah. the like—I'm the Kumal. Yeah, of that go, group. Oh, man, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even I'm just like, fuck, it, fuck this. Yeah, by the second <laughs> half. Yeah, huh? yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, we like Kumal. He's got a point. We like him. Um, and I'm gonna uh, donate some money to his family. <laughs> <laughs> Put up little pictures of him in our bedrooms and yeah. say, "Look, they're alive because of me." Yeah, I would imagine what a scam you'd run just by having photos of Kumal's fa- family. Just be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, here's, here's here I am," and just left-handed yeah. writing. Here's what I'm doing now. Thank you so much for your <laughs> donations and shit. Yeah. Thanks to you, I could have a glass of water. <laughs> I was angry and all day. <laughs> and it helped me to calm down. <laughs> That's Asian. <laughs> I was just trying to think of some AIDS, <laughs> some AIDS jokes. <laughs> we're complicated apes, man. We I hate it. <laughs> too you don't like Brian Callum? We're too quick to assassinate somebody off of a moment. And that's my problem with everybody having... Phones with cameras and social media because the public square is ruthless and it loves destruction. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yes. Yeah. This is I the first time it. I've heard this I'm, point. Yeah, I've never heard that in the last six years. <laughs> it's not good for Social our- media, bad. YouTube pulls me off and then iTunes pulls me off. Culture and it's not good for us because all of us have moments, my God. And no all jokes of us, yet. everybody here has at least 10 thoughts an hour or a minute that would get you fired. 
because that's what it is to be a human being, man. Sometimes you just want to say something appalling just because. I hate the act, <laughs> the, the overly animated act, yeah. the twitchiness, the fake twitchiness, because he's not like that. It's not you. You're a liar. Don't like it. I don't like it. I think your aggressive behavior, you might just be dehydrated. Somebody get Brian a glass of water. It looks like his muscles are big. <laughs> Fuck. He literally... Okay, so he retweeted this fucking thing. Um, somebody made a shirt with a quote from him mm. uh, about how... Here, we, here it is. Um, 52 and has a better body than you. So this is a guy who took his shirt off and was moving around like as a joke on the Joe Rogan experience. Yep. And was like, oh, it's a joke. But you can't do that if you're going, I'm 52 and I've got a good body. You're not doing it as a joke then. You're doing it to go, just to show off. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we go, I've got one more thing. Uh, and Eddie Bravo. So people are saying that it was a joke. But there is a great moment. Here we go. Awkward exchange between Eddie Bravo and Brian Callan. Okay. So I like Eddie Bravo a lot. Of all of <laughs> of all of the Joe the Joe Rogan guests, I'll listen to an Eddie Bravo one because not because I'm interested in jujitsu. Because the dude's nuts. Yeah. And he th- at least he he just goes, I'm crazy, and I'm going to talk about flat Earth. I'm going to talk about space not being real. And a few things that he brings up are legit. Mm. Jimmy Savile, when he brought up Jimmy Savile, and he's like, look up Jimmy Savile at the Ninth Circle. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Jimmy Savile, pedophile. Yep. Known. Pedophile. Yeah. Big reveal. Big cover up. This was the thing too. The BBC covered that up. Mm. There was an interview that they can, one of their journalists uh, went to his flat and there was just like a, a teenage boy with him mm. and they're just like oh we were just gonna ignore that and pretend not to. and the journalist is like what the fuck what am i witnessing yeah. here and they he's just told to not do it not to yeah. report on it. and then it all comes out afterwards yeah so the bbc was covering it up they knew yeah. anyway um he's like, he's like look it up look up and so are people familiar with alistair crowley the beast 666 the man who was raised Christian very sickly, then uh, went to live with his heathen uncle, I think, and was like, I can live an all right life, fuck Christianity, and just renamed himself the Beast <laughs> and went into yeah, full-on occultism and all that sort of shit. Wrote a lot of odd things. Correct. And he was he practiced sex magic. And where he... I, we, I think he was fucking boys. He made... That's the only way to do sex magic. That's... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That was it's a like yeah, and so Jimmy Savile was reading Alistair Crowley. They were he was doing those weird sex magic things where they're like, oh, to really understand, you've got to push yourself, push your body, and all that sort of thing. Man, these people were doing some fucked up things. So anyway, that's why I listened to it because he's nuts. But, but I didn't yeah, know about any of that in shit this direction. Yeah. I, yeah, um, and they fight a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. And then this camera. So this is like a side camera that I don't think they show much, apparently. Yep. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who was Captain Marvel when we were kids? Uh, a dude. Wait a minute. Right? Oh, I'll look. I don't know. I had your back. It's amazing that it's not a trans woman. 
That would be dope. That's what they're like going to do next. Trans. Yeah, who's a weightlifting champion. Yeah. Hey, come sit down. You guys want some cheese and wine? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think he's still fucking around. Yeah, I yeah. think Eddie Bravo is fucking around, but he is still. And but Brian doesn't want to feel. So what happened was, he went in for like the bro hug, yep. the like arm under, arm under like hook. over, and he, you go in for like the one armed hug, and you've yep. both got your sort of arms pressed against each other. It's not then. comfortable, <laughs> but it's you know yeah you're right. It's yeah. like a bounce move because yeah. you're supposed to not hold it for long. Yeah. You go in and then you're out, and so he did it, and then Eddie grabbed him in some sort of whatever. And Brian like tried to move away, and he's like, oh, "I had your back, oh, I had your back." And I don't think Brian wants to know that he can get his ass kicked by him because he's a guy who's I'm 52 and I look great and I do training yeah. and upload the videos onto Instagram so people can see how tough I am. And he doesn't want to be reminded that Eddie Bravo can kick his fucking ass from a seated position <laughs> easily. Yeah, and because he's the one who argues with him all the time, like, "Oh, you got it, you got it. We've got scientists who know all this stuff." Mm. Okay, yeah, but you—that's just you. Um, mentioned Kumal. That's just you outsourcing your thoughts. That's mm. that's outsourcing your your beliefs. You're going, oh no, I'm just trusting what they what they tell me. Yeah, because <clears throat> you're not versed in all of the sciences. We're not, and it's okay to outsource it. But at least Eddie's going. I don't fucking know. Yeah, he's he's nuts. Look was, into it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think it's fucking fantastic. It's simple. But yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. This has been a great show. I really enjoyed your time here, and I hope you come back next week. I wish it wasn't so camp. Sounds yeah, like. I've got to like so. move my hands yeah, and like. I know, it's like very uncomfortable watching. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to become the character when you do it. Make sure you don't pull your <laughs> penis out, though, because I might have to suck it. 